0: Bonjour, everyone. Thank you so much for being here and on a long holiday weekend. Nonetheless, bienvenue. Welcome. So, today's topic is how the French connect to nature. What I've learned, what I've taken away from my experience living in Paris, traveling in France. And it's a very timely topic, as I know that many people are away in nature in the States enjoying the long weekend. It's also a gorgeous weekend here in Paris the kind of weekend where people are very much inspired to get outside to spend time in the parks with loved ones so again thank you so much for being here i've i've loved starting to do more and more of these calls it's such a fun way to not only share my experience of life in france but to also connect with all of you and hopefully inspire you to start speaking french that's my my secret desire or desire so let's actually start this off with a group activity i really love to uh to do things that help us to separate what we were doing before the call from our time together on the call. Sometimes in my classes, what I'll do is I'll lead people in a guided group, Paris Meditation, where I guide you through one of my favorite walks, or sometimes we will go through a little exercise together. So that's what we're going to do right now, a little pronunciation exercise, which may seem very obvious to you, but never, ever underestimate the power of the obvious. So let's talk for a second about French pronunciation. French pronunciation as compared to American pronunciation is generally smaller, meaning softer, meaning less volume. We are generally using our lips more than we're using our entire mouths. We're smiling less. We're stretching our mouths less. We're widening our mouths less. And it's also a lot more sort of sensual and smooth, meaning when you speak French, your voice is dropping to a slightly lower register than it normally does. And also you can really feel those consonants like je and the mm really sort of hum in your mouth. So lower volume, lower register, really using our lips more when we speak. I always say, you know, people say that French is such a sexy language that it sounds so sexy. And I always say it looks so sexy. It's all of those motions that we make with our lips when we're speaking that look so sexy, so sensual. And that's always my best advice when people are working on their French pronunciation is to really embrace that,
1: you know, like a
0: caricature. Because ultimately, you want to be doing the same actions as a French person when you're speaking French. And it might feel really far or foreign to you, no pun intended, but the more we can minimize that gap between, uh, you know, that that gap where things sort of feel strange or weird, then the more you will feel French, the more you will feel fluent, the more you, you will sound French. I'm never, ever inspired by the idea of encouraging people to have the perfect French accent. I'm never inspired by the idea of encouraging anyone to be perfect in general, but I am so inspired by the thought of Inspiring people to feel a certain way. I want you to feel fluent and I want you to feel French because feeling French feels amazing. So, we're going to keep our volume down. We're going to drop our register a bit. We're going to really lean into that sort of humming feeling as we work on our consonants. And we're going to remember that we use our lips more when we speak French. One of the best ways, and this is where I get to the obvious part the part where you might say, that's obvious, that's too easy one of the best ways to work on our French accent is to practice what we call vrais amis or true friends or the grammar term for that is a true cognitive word that looks the same as it does in English that has the same meaning. So part of my topic today is going to to, um, address what I've learned about how the French relate to nature on the weekends. How do we say weekend in French? Well, it's le weekend, right? So let's just work on this. We're going to say weekend. Well, let's say the weekend in English together. Or you'll repeat after me. And then we'll say le weekend right after with our best, most relaxed, most sensual French pronunciation. And I always tell my students when they're working on the audios with me to, you know, the first time through repeat after me, but as you enjoy it more and more, start to speak with me because really when you're speaking in unison with me, you'll really hear where your pronunciation is off from mine. Actually, you'll feel it just as when you sing in a choir, you feel, you hear and you feel that you're not singing the same note as the group. So repeat after me.
1: The Weekend. can you feel can
0: you hear how different those two are and they have nothing to do with specific vowel sounds I mean just the feeling is so different English is much more aggressive actually and the words exist in their own little boxes French is much more passive And the words are all interlaced, which is why we love it and why it also intimidates us, right? There's this issue of the liaison, the liaison, another true friend. So
1: let's do it again. The weekend. Le weekend. The weekend. le weekend le weekend le weekend so now let's just work on le
0: weekend on its own i want you to really appreciate how precise yet delicate that long e sound is in re weekend. And I want you to appreciate this sort of sensual yet light sort of bouncy nature of my consonants. Weekend. De, de. It's almost like there's an extra syllable on the end of weekend, right? Le weekend. It's this e vowel sound, the same vowel sound that we find in le. This is the sound that we make in French when we pronounce the consonant on the end of a word. i I call it the mini-syllable, because it is like a mini-syllable. It's not le weekend. It's le weekend. That sounds French. That feels French. That feels amazing. So let's work on it together. We'll do le and then weekend, each separately. Repeat after me.
1: Le. Weekend. 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 Weekend.
0: So this is what I would love for you all to do. You don't have to do it in public because I can understand you might you might feel you might feel a little strange but I would love for you to walk around your homes or your gardens or wherever you are this weekend, or maybe when you're in the shower, just practicing le weekend. Let yourself sound French. Let yourself sound French. I'm saying let yourself on purpose because there's this funny switch in us that needs to be flipped when we're working on our French pronunciation There's a part of us that keeps saying, well, I'm not French, I'm not French, I'm not French. And so we don't let ourselves play the game of imitating, of becoming the caricature, of becoming French, of sounding French. Let yourself do it. Call it what you want. Call it finding your inner French person. Call it, you know, just playing around with French. But be light about it. Have fun with it. Let yourself sound very French. Le weekend. And if you have friends that are studying French or you're in a class and you're, you know, have classmates that you're studying French with, play around doing this together. Play around when you're practicing conversation or, or, or when you're just hanging out and you're inserting whatever words you do know in French. Play around with letting yourself sound French. Make a game out of it. Oh, you sound so French. J'adore. That's fun. That's joie de vivre. That is French. French people do not have hang-ups about having French accents when they speak English. And P.S., those of you who are in class with me have heard me say this many different times, many different ways. French people love an adorable American accent. So don't talk yourself down about that because it's charming. If you haven't seen Abu De Souf with Jean Seberg, watch it. She's adorable. Blue weekend.
1: All right, my booty. I
0: grew up in Northern California. Those of you who have never been to Northern California, please go there. And those of you who have been uh, and, and who, those of you who've also spent time in France, you know, it's really no mystery why, why I have fell so deeply in love with France and why I continue to fall even more deeply in love with France and particularly the French countryside. Um, I've always loved big cities and nature. I love living in France um, on this topic for two reasons. Uh, number one, with a quick half hour drive outside of Paris, you can easily feel like you're deep in the countryside, uh, but also the French have a gorgeous relationship with nature. They really seek out um, a rejuvenation of their bodies, of their minds, even of their family life in nature. Heading to the countryside is you know is really um a sport here, heading to the countryside for the weekend. Having your little maison de campagne, your country house, is, is a common dream here. I have that dream. I can't wait to have my maison de campagne. So the French, their relationship with, with nature has taught me so much about not only how to really integrate it more into the overall équilibre or balance in my life. But it's also taught me, shown me that I don't have to pick one over the other. For a long time, I really felt like, well, you know, sit, nature girl, city girl, nature girl, city girl. And I love the way that the French do it for many reasons. And those of you who were just on the uh, L'Art de Vivre class called, and you know all the, the clothing reasons why I love it. You know, my straw hat and my marinière and my my long flowy floral pattern dress. But I, you know, I've always, I've always recharged my spiritual connection in nature. And it wasn't really until moving to France that I also learned how to just recharge my batteries in nature and also to recharge my connection with those that I love in nature and to clear my mind. Um, So let's, so let's talk about how the French do this? First of all, let's let's talk on a on a more um, micro scale. Let's talk about Paris because I live in Paris. Paris is a beautiful city. We all know that, filled with architectural wonders, filled with beautiful ancient stone and 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 pave or cobblestones and, and these wonderful roofs and monuments and, and a lot of urban magnificence. And Paris is also filled. And surrounded by, by um beautiful parks. And they are always filled. You know, I've lived on the East Coast. I spent my childhood in Michigan. I, I spent eight years in New York, um, adolescence college in Northern California, most recently in LA before moving here. And I have to say that when it comes to really getting out into nature, and nature, when you live in a big city, can just mean going to the park parisians win parks in paris are always full rain or shine and i say parisians win because they are you know they love to be outside even if it means you know sitting on a, on a terrace at a cafe and having a glass of wine or, or or a cafe or a coffee they just love to be outside and i and i was so inspired when i moved here to see even in winter you know the amount of people in the parks with their children I don't even remember seeing that many people. You know, yes, there's lots of people in the parks in New York in winter, too. And yes, we don't really have snow in Paris. Um, but the parks here are really, really well used. So, you know, talk about letting letting myself be French. Well, I just said, well, I'm going to <laughs> bundle up and go sit in a park and read, too. And I started doing as they do. And it's become a real ritual for me. Where I used to live in the ninth and the 9th arrondissement, there's a beautiful park, Square Montalon, and that was where I would, um, you know, sit and read or just sit and think or maybe sit and eat or sit and, I don't know, just sit and sit. Just sit and sit, <laughs> sit, and sit uh, on my way back from the gym in the mornings, one of my favorite, favorite times of the day. Just sit there under the trees. There really is something about being in green, and also being in community, in green, and so you know, I, I did it even just today. It's a gorgeous day. The French are very in sync with nature. Part of it is we have quite we have a bit of a temperamental cli- climate here in Paris, which you know, like I said, they'll get out whenever. But boy, it's beautiful out like it is today. Everyone is, you stop what you're doing and go to a park. And I did that today. And I sat there and it was and it was really moving. I sat there under these beautiful, this beautiful, this tunnel in, in the seventh arrondissement. There's this tunnel with this awning of all this ivy. And I just sat there and, you know, feeling the heat come on to my face as the sun broke through the clouds, watching the light sort of travel across my feet as I sat there and thought about my day, thought about reflected on the last week the fact that summer is winding down all of these things that are just that really just have to do with leaning into the moment being in the moment listening to the children yell and laugh and play paying attention to the different types of plants and flowers that are growing remembering you know what it looked like last fall as they were sort of preparing to you know regenerate themselves just you know feeling that connection with something greater than me and I, I deeply appreciate this about the French because like I said they love to be outside but they really do make a lot of their plans um, in sync with the the, météo, or the weather report or the seasons and I just love it because it's for me, it's, it's humility. It's this sense of, you know, call it, call it what you will for, you know, if Walt Whitman were here, he would say, well, you know, nature, spirituality, same thing. It's this, this humility that you get from really living in sync with nature and, and enjoying nature. So, so connecting to nature on a, on a, on a daily level by, you know, getting out, for a walk in a park or getting out for, you know, connecting with a friend in a park or, you know, or going for a run in in the woods that surround Paris or taking a short train ride to like a place like so to get out into one of the really big parks or Versailles. I love that. And I love, I mean, I, I love the French Gardens, I I do love really well manicured bar- gardens, but I also this is sort of the Northern California in me. I, I love the parts that are more sauvage. That's how we say wild in French savage. I love sitting down with a dear friend on a on a on a nap on like a tablecloth and just having a picnic somewhere on the on the grass by water somewhere where it's sort of sauvage. Maybe maybe a bottle of rose, maybe not. Maybe some macaron, maybe not. Maybe some fromage, maybe not. So that's an excellent way to connect to nature on a daily level. And that's why it's always great to have a book with you. And those of you ladies in the book club on Facebook, you know what I'm talking about. Always have a book with you. You never know when there'll be a great park to just sit and read in. But like I said, you can just sit and sit. Sitting and sitting is one of the best things ever. Also known as meditating with your eyes open. So how do we connect on a deeper level and really create a timeout? Well, we go to the countryside. There is nothing like a weekend with friends or, or in solitude in the French countryside. I just spent one with a dear friend in the Loire who discovered an area that neither of us knew. France is filled with wonders. I am so grateful to live here and to have a business that allows me the mobility to discover more and more. So, this beautiful little corner of the Loire that we discovered, this beautiful gîte or like an air, or not an Airbnb, a BB, a bed and breakfast that we discovered, this, this chateau that has five rooms for rent with a pool. And many of you saw it, it was a few weeks ago on uh, my Instagram stories. It was just, it was just a dream. Time stood still. We were eating the delicacies of the local village, the local village. We were talking with the locals. We were discovering what their accent is. Time, not only did it just seem to stand still, but it actually expanded. You know, I was just walking through the fields. We read our books. We it was really just slow life personified. So this is a big event, a fun event to connect with your friends, with your family, with your loved ones, your push. It's how we say loved ones in French by heading out to the countryside together and, you know, enjoying even longer dinners than you would enjoy in Paris. You know, maybe dinners outside if the weather permits, um, but really just connecting to nature in a, in a longer Formats and the smells and you know all the same things that I described sitting in a park noticing the vegetation noticing the animals where we stayed there was livestock I love um you know I I grew up with livestock and I just you know I just I I love I love connecting with nature and I love that living in France I don't really have to choose or starve myself city, or nature. I love that I can rent a car. I am officially studying for my French driver's license, by the way. And I've learned how to drive stick. I've mastered that, I'm proud to say. Thanks in part to my last long weekend in the Loire. But I can hop on a train or, you know, rent a car and be in the countryside in, like I said, in a half hour car ride it's really just a magnificent country or I can go to the sea that's nature too right I think nature is really anywhere where you have space in front of you that then you can recreate in your mind because that's all we want right is just space in our mind and space in our time space in our lives and the French are so great at this, and I'm not sure if it's conscious on their part, but they've definitely consciously understood the connection between time and nature, i.e. wide open space before you, space in your mind, space in your schedule, and space in your heart. You know, there are no space in your heart for the people that you want to connect with. There are, there are, In my opinion, no greater conversations than those conversations that you have in between passages of your book with your best friend, you know, sitting outside somewhere in front of a country home soaking up the sun or the conversations that you have with family members, you know, over a long meal outside or the conversation that you have with a loved one over, you know, an early morning coffee. I say early because I have this thing for dusk and early morning, you know, coffee in the countryside where you're hearing the birds and, and you're watching the sky change colors. And for me, you know, you can, you know, you can tell by the way I'm describing all this clearly being in nature for me is a very, very spiritual experience. And for me, it is spiritual because it's this connection to nature that is truly a connection to something that is greater than we are. And France is a very spiritual country. Um, it's, and it's taken me living here for two years now to really, to, to be so sure of that, that I'm saying this today on this call to, to all of you. You know, it's a very, very spiritual country. It's a very spiritual culture. And to me it is because of this deep connection through tradition respect for tradition and and also just respect for like the core the kernel the essence of things the essence of truth the essence you know this is think of the great french philosophers the essence of truth the essence of of our existence which you know is is love is nature is creativity even when you see it in their cuisine the essence of flavor the essence of ingredients well where do these ingredients come from they come from the land so you can also appreciate by by everything that I'm revealing here about the French and their connection to nature you can also really start to be impressed by their connection to to everything that's been created by humankind you know art architecture for me the French culture does this this, they they succeed in the most quintessential of ways in 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 valuing what humankind has created for its own life but also remaining incredibly humbled by and enamored of of um what is what is natural, what is of this earth. And, and I'm just so proud to, I'm grateful to have had the experiences that I've had that have shown me this. And, um, I'm, I'm proud to have paid attention because it's for me, the, this, this deep connection with, with nature that we have here in French culture is something that, um, really deserves to be, to be talked about and to be celebrated. And, you know, and Paris is so amazing. And I so encourage everyone on their next trip to Paris to really take the time to just take a day, a small day trip to Seau, for example, you don't have to go to Versailles and do a huge um, Chateau Park experience. So is one of my favorite parks outside of Paris. And And take the time just to experience this, you know, enjoy, watch French people enjoying nature together. Or if you are only here for a couple days, take time to really take a long walk through one of the parks or through the woods just outside of Paris. If you're really, you know, looking to experience what I'm describing here, you know, rent a bike, take a bike ride through one of the parks. Just enjoy how vast they are. Get lost. Find the, the Sauvage, the wild Parts and bring a book with a friend or not but just really soak it up and enjoy and watch and watch everyone enjoy it it's um you know I mean I, I grew up reading a lot of like Thoreau I love I love everything um that he had to say about nature I am a huge fan of Ansel Adams. My love for photography actually started through my love of nature as a teenager in Northern California. And, um, you know, clearly I still, I still love photography today. Um, you know, and that led me to a deep love and appreciation for the work of Georgia O'Keeffe, you know, all of these, these humans that were very enamored by and humbled by nature and, and and I've found that here in France. But, and it's interesting, though, because I haven't found it in the more obvious ways, you know, like through the works of the artists that I just cited. But I've just, I've found it through living here and observing and experiencing. And, you know, again, it's this, you know, put yourself in a place where you can see space and watch how quickly your mind will reproduce that space for itself. And... The, and the, the, the day will seemingly reproduce that space and time for you. And your heart will relax and reproduce that space to then be filled up, whether it's filled up through reflection with yourself or filled up through time spent with loved ones. And that is what living in France has infused my relationship to nature with. And I'm so grateful. It's one of the, the many beautiful surprises that have come into my life since I moved to Paris. So thank you for being here because it's really, it's inspiring to me to now, two years into my life here, to, to have these reflections and share them with you in the hopes of inspiring you to discover more about France, French culture, maybe speak French, um, you know, but also to just to widen the conversation that we have in media about France and her culture to, to things beyond the tangible, really to start talking about this je ne sais quoi. Et voilà mes beautés. So there's plenty of time. If anyone would like to, to add anything or ask me anything, I'm going to unmute everyone. Uh, I think there's a, there's a good amount of people on the call. We'll see if there's a lot of background noise. Um, then I'll have to do the, the virtual mute again. I always feel rude doing that. Here we go. So now we're all unmuted. We have New York, California, Maryland, Canada. I love these calls. It's so fun to see everyone all over connecting. Thank you for being here.
1: Hi, does Oh, hi. Who's this? It's Katrine.
0: Katrine, how are you? I'm well. Good morning. Well, it's morning for me. Good afternoon to good. you. Thank good evening you. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> evening. Yeah, the sun. I was just noticing that I'm sitting here looking out the um, the window on the balcony in the sun. The light on the building across this, like in the shadows have changed since we started the call, and the light's gone from yellow to sort of a peach. So, yeah, it's evening.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I was really curious to know the two places you mentioned, you said there mm-hmm. were. Was- For the small day trip outside of Paris, could you say the name of that park again, please? Sure, it's so. How do you spell
0: that? It's it's a good, good question. It's (laughs) it's um, S C E A U X. Excellent. Yeah. So it's kind of so it's like you know water. Oh, it's that same vowel combination, but it's just pronounced so. And I love it. It's like a, it's like a, you know, a mini Versailles. It's very quaint. Um, I mean, I just love it. And you take the RER train out there. It's very, it's very easy.
2: Nice. Yeah. I, I didn't have the first few consonants that I went, okay, it's either an A-U-X, an E-A-U, an A-U-L-T, <laughs>
0: you got it. And I have to give you a compliment because you didn't, you didn't, you know, you just stayed open and you stayed curious. It sounds like instead of getting a little, maybe frustrated or like, ah, like, I don't want to sound, sa- I don't want to sound, you know, silly or something. And it's in French, you never know. You So that could, what that, what, that sound could be spelled a few different ways. And there are even exactly. times in conversations. Yeah. With French people, where we're trying to figure out the name of the town, which is actually interesting because the village that my friend and I visited is spelled D-A-O-N. So we were calling it Daon. My friend's French too, by the way. And then we get there Mm -hmm. and I'm realizing like no one is calling it Everyone's all the localers, the localers, the local people are calling it Don. Well, that's how they pronounce it. Don, like D A N S like don la voiture in the car. But it's spelled D A O N. And there's like 700 people that live there and it's beautiful and it's up on this, you know, perched on this hill and uh and I found it Using a website. I don't I don't work with them or anything. So, you know, this is just like a personal recommendation called booking dot com. And that's how I found this little chateau, this little castle.
2: It is such a beautiful chateau.
0: Oh yeah. And then and then we just yeah. sort of backtracked so and I was like, where's Dahl? How do we get there? Well, at the time I kept saying Dawn. And we just sort of backtracked <laughs> and saw where the train stopped and And actually the kind of the point of not, well, the point of this weekend was obviously for us to connect and to be in nature, but I also purposefully wanted to pick something that we needed to rent a car for so that I could practice my, my stick shift driving.
2: (laughs) Good for you. I I think that's the life skill everybody should have is be able to drive stick. I am becoming French. Let me tell you. (laughs) I was inspired to learn how to drive because stick is not very common in Canada either. And uh, I had a British boyfriend that I used to go and visit a lot. And I'm like, my God, if anything happens to him, I'm screwed because I, you know, we're over visiting and he gets hurt and, and I'm, oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to know how to drive. <laughs> and it's <laughs> so not, not
0: complicated, but you have to learn. It's not, you know, you it's learn, not complicated at yeah. all, but you have to learn in practice. It's like learning another language. And yes, I just said learning another language isn't complicated. It doesn't have to be. There's a formula, but you have to practice and and yeah. the 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 thing for me the learning to drive stick you know it grow, you know obviously I lived in California I love road trips i'm a nature girl mm-hmm. i love and and i just realized that this thing of needing to rent an automatic car i was just really limiting myself and i was starting and I and I had cannibalized my freedom in a way. I know that sounds extreme, but by by not committing to learn stick. And I thought this is just silly. If I could drive stick, then I could just start doing all these great road trips. You know, you can you can find automatic cars here, but it's just I thought you know what you know. Am I making a life in France or not? And part of that mm-hmm. is driving stick. And also I'd taken enough road trips with friends where yes, I could drive stick, but I wasn't comfortable. And so of course my friends out of sensitivity to me, you know, um, were happy doing most of the driving and that's not really in line with who I am. You know, it's like, I want to share. And so, so yep, I'm doing it. Getting the French license. Well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been, it's been a fun experience. All sorts of new vocabulary. I can't even tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only frustrating thing about it is you know me the french coach is always saying focus on the essential learn the essential i can honestly say i'm spending hours learning things that i will never use but that's okay i you know I, I am it is helping me you know i will get the license and that will help me to discover more of france in a very unique way and share it with all of you so it's all good but there are moments i've been in class thinking this is so not what this is so not the message of French is beautiful, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Learn stick.
2: Hi, Carrie, Ann. It's-, it's Lori from New York. Oh, hey, Lori.
0: How's it going?
2: It's Good. How are you?
0: Good. Thank you. I love how you said this is Lori from New York, and this really feels like a radio show. I love it.
2: I know. Hi, Lori from New York. (laughs) It just occurs to me that, well, first of all, as you describe, um, you know, your experience in nature and uh, just the beauty and the feeling of it and um, the picture of opening up the space in your mind as the space in front of you expands. I mean, that is, is lovely. And it's, I feel my heart rate, like, flowing a little bit and a calm sense (laughs) as you describe these things. And it also occurs to me that um, that is a little bit in opposition of how I rush around my life Mm -hmm. and how refreshing it is to slow down and how that's something that nature can help us with. So I guess I just wanted to acknowledge sort of that process of needing to slow down to appreciate nature and how that helps us with that aspect, maybe. And, and um, also that it's kind of a challenge if we're used right. to constantly multitasking and rushing, you know? So
0: true. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for sharing that, that. The, f- the fact that my share lowered your, your heart rate a little bit, that, that like, makes this whole call worth it to me because that's, that is exactly what it's all about, this experience of connecting with nature and the fact that you were able to actually viscerally experience that on the call. That means a lot to me because I know that that will stay with you. That feeling will stay with you the next time that you're feeling in opposition to that. And um, right. and it, it is challenging to, it's like so many things. It's not challenging to conceptualize, it's challenging to do. And, you know, I have to say the, the, I want to say, in addition to that, the other thing that the French are really good about, maybe this, this will be a future call. They're really good about taking breaks. So it doesn't. Just remember too that it doesn't take much. For example, um, my break that I took today to go sit in the park, you know, and sit under the, that ivy. And I think that that whole thing, leaving my apartment, going to walking to the park, sitting there, walking back, I think that that took 50 minutes of my day. And, it, and I really felt like I'd taken a nap or like I'd taken three hours. It doesn't take much sometimes. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be in nature. When I say the French are good at taking breaks, they're just, they're, they're, you know, they, they have, um, I know what it is. I just, this, they are much more, Oh my God. Okay. So this is what it is about them. They're much, they're an endurance focused culture and we, as Anglophones, are, are much more um, you know, productivity-focused, get-things-done culture. So I think for us, as Anglophones, it's very hard to even just step away and take a break because we want to get stuff done, right? You're right.
2: You're absolutely right. They're, I recognize that with my French friends, too. They just have a, a slower pace. And they're not, mm-hmm. I, my friends that are French don't seem as stressed out. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I am focused on productivity. Even at the beginning of this call, I was multitasking and getting a few mm-hmm. things arranged in the kitchen. And then I I thought, okay, I need to listen and, you know, start that pronunciation um, of the weekend at the beginning. And, you know, and, and then I actually sat down and that, as you began to talk about nature more, that's when I really started to experience and really enjoy what you were discussing. So thank you.
0: Perfect. You're so welcome. I love knowing that that little exercise at the top of the call sort of got you to ground and, and just sort of brought you more into the call because I do that too. You know, I mean, I, I love hosting these, these calls, um, And, you know, and, and, you know, and I'm used to it. It's, you know, I'm, I'm a coach. Um, but I, but I'm also very used to the experience of the student, the experience of the listener. And I do the same thing. Sometimes I catch myself doing so much stuff at the same time. And then, you know, the rabbit hole of social media. And next thing I know, I was working on something and, and now I'm like, Watching a video because of an ad on Facebook, I, I mean, I don't, sometimes we just don't know, right? The mind moves <laughs> so quickly. So know that, um, you know, I do it too. It's completely natural. And I think that that's why living here is really just having this very profound effect on me and, and how I live and and how I, you know, it's, it's interesting, it's like what you shared about your French friends, you know, they're less stressed out. They're less concerned about, like, like, they don't have these thoughts out loud of, like, what if this doesn't get done? You know, this has to get done. We tend to have that. And so living here as long as I've lived here now has really given me the, honestly, the privilege of being able to step outside myself and watch myself have those thoughts or hear myself say those things and say, what is the drama?
2: Exactly.
0: There's no drama. <laughs> like there.
2: it, I'm okay. creating my drama.
0: <laughs> yeah. and, and it's interesting because on that topic in, um, you know, at least like I can, you know, I'm most comfortable just speaking about American culture because I am American. I know in American culture, sometimes we get very, we're very used to our stress. We're very attached to our stress. I know for a long time in my life, and I'm still working on this, I associated stress with, with success. Because a lot of the things I'd achieved, I'd achieved just by doing them in a, in, a, in a stressful way, either attaching a lot of importance to things emotionally, or maybe not doing things over a longer period of time like a French person would, you know, i.e. endurance, but cramming. So I'm working on that. I'm working on um, this this um, glorification of stress because it, it makes it hard to take breaks and it makes it hard to detach from the drama. It's interesting. It's really interesting. That idea of... Um, of um of just of just stress and the possibility of it actually meaning something positive to us in our culture.
2: Oh, definitely. I mean, just you know, I think we've heard that term the glorification of busy, which is like a similar concept. It's and I I totally relate to that. If I'm stressed out, then there's some level of success associated with that and that's just a pity. <laughs> I'm trying to change that within myself.
0: It is right. I mean, one, one of the things that another thing that the F- French are really good at is, um, they're really great at listening to their bodies, you know, if they're tired, if they're stressed out and they're great at reading it in each other, whether on their faces or just intuiting. And, you know, it's this very delicate culture of, um, you know, when you're close to people, you're very close to them. If you're not close to them, you respectfully give them a lot of distance and you're not going to bring up anything that's sort of personal, um, but that said, if you're close to someone, you're going to be honest with them, which is why sometimes people say, French people, my French friends, they're so tough. It's like, well, they're, no, they're, they're, they, they, they love you. They're being honest with you. So that's happened to me before to, to show up at a dinner or a party and they're like, wow, you look stressed out or whoa, you look tired. And to my American ears at first, I remember thinking, well, thanks, but no, really, truly, Thank you. Because sometimes I'm capable of going at such a pace where I don't even stop and check in with my body, nor like look at myself in the mirror long enough when I'm brushing my teeth to notice that, oh, uh, yeah, I look tired. It's time to go for a walk in the park.
2: <laughs> exactly. And just a little additional note there. So, one of my French closer friends, <laughs> Um, has told me that at times I look like a panda because I have dark circles. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sorry to laugh. But I can so hear that. I can hear the. I can hear this from a French
2: person so well. Oh, I, yeah. I actually, thought it was kind of a cute way of trying to tell me I looked tired and needed some rest. <laughs> even yeah. though I was mildly insulted at the same time. But but I, I think you're correct that, they, that if you have, you know, a closer friend, they will offer to you uh, some encouragement to take care of yourself, and that's an area where I can improve as well to listen to my body. So just a little funny Yay. note there. That was so
0: cute. No, because they also recognize, too, that, like, you know, I mean <laughs> – you know, like I said, French people are very intuitive in that, you know, and that's also why for me, I'm, I'm seeing this as a much more, um, you know, for me, for me, France is a very spiritual place in a lot for a lot of reasons. And that's one of the reasons, but you know, they, they, French people are very sensitive to, um, their, their people they're close to, they're very, very sensitive to them. And so they also recognize like, You might look tired, not because you're working on a big project at work, but you might look tired because there's something deep down that's troubling you and you're not sleeping well. So it's also an invitation. It's also just kind of their way of saying, like, I see you. You know, like, I see that something's happening. You've lost your balance. Find your balance.
2: I think that's kind of great because, I, I mean, not to dominate here, but I think that's what we all want, right? We all want to be yeah. seen. So that's kind of lovely.
0: No, and you're not dominating at all. I love, like, this—this, this, these parts of the calls, I, these, are, these are just conversations. So, like, anyone who's listening, don't ever, don't ever have that fear of, like, you know, talking too much or whatever. I love these conversations. But, no, you're so right, Lori. Like, we all just want to be seen and heard, right? <clears throat> Yeah. Thanks for sharing all that. Panda, just kidding. I'm going <laughs> to think of you. I'm going to think of you now the next time I'm gonna be like, oh, I look like a panda. That is a really cute way to say that, though. <laughs> oh, does anybody else have anything that they want to add or I mean, really anything? I just love these conversations. Well, I just heard the church bells at Saint-Sulpice chime. So I'm going to take that as a sign that this is the perfect, perfect moment to, to, I don't want to say end of this conversation, but to to hit pause on this conversation to be continued next time with a different theme. Thank you all so much for being here, for sharing with me. Uh, And of course, anyone who's interested in French class, remember that my four-week comprehensive starts a week from today. It's the Essentials of French in four weeks. And uh, many people are actually repeating it as a review. When you take it once, you can then repeat it at a very deep discount. All of the details are on the site. I'm always, I love this, this, you know, time of the the conversation around the courses because this is truly when I start to get to quote unquote meet all the people that I'll be spending the next month with, which really excites me. And I think we're going to have a very big group this session. So I would love nothing more than uh, any of you. If you've been thinking about joining one of my classes or if you haven't been in class in a while, just send me an email, uh, ask me any questions you want Or just simply touch base with me because I love hearing from all of you. And those of you who are listening to the recording who weren't able to attend live, feel free to email me any of your questions or comments and we can connect that way. So I wish you all a continued, beautiful, spacious in time, spacious in your mind, spacious in your heart, spacious all around you, long weekend connecting with yourselves Connecting with loved ones, connecting with nature in a park or out in nature, whatever have you, um, and connecting with French, je vous embrasse, which means I kiss you, which sounds silly in English, but it's kind of like me saying, um, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm giving you a hug or I'm, you know, I'm sending you affection, And we'll talk to each other very, very soon. Je vous souhaite un très beau weekend.
1: I wish you a very beautiful weekend. Ciao.